Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Contact. Yeah, I'm ready. I can I can muddle through. All right, and I am dyslexic because it's not two thirteen; it's two thirty one. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. And Andy. Hey, now. And George. Oh, wait. Nope. Where is George? <laughs> he's not here. Uh, yeah, I think he's parked by a lake. At least that's what it looks like. Uh, okay, this is episode 231. Go bag of tools. <laughs> go bag. Okay. Yeah. It's a go bag. Gotta go. Gotta run. All right. Uh, let's catch up with everyone's week first. Who'd like to go first? I am definitely not going first this week. I can go first. All right, Andy. Thank God. Mine is extremely short. Uh, simmed on Friday with Kevin and the guys. And that is the only RC thing I have done all week, all weekend since I last talked to you guys. Wow. Mm. Yep. That's cool, though. We've had those weeks. Well, I had uh, kids have been here. We had Father's Day stuff. And then yeah. today's actually my daughter's birthday. So it's oh, been hanging Happy out with them for like the last four, four or five days. So nice. really haven't felt the urge to do any RC stuff while they've been here. Mm-hmm. Cool. I haven't seen them. In, well, I saw them a few times, but they haven't been here to stay uh, for an extent any since Gosh, like March. Oh, wow. Since this whole thing, yeah. huh? The whole thing started. And then, of course, I was busy planting yeah. stuff. And, you know, so it's good to, to hang out with them for a few days. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sam was a particular blast on Friday. Yes, the indeed. List of the guys that joined us. Gray Eagle Jr. showed up again. Oh, nice. Yep. And I don't know if he, you know, smoked a different type of drug or what was <laughs> going on, but his voice was completely different. Huh. It's usually kind of deep and weird. And this time it sounded like he was huffing helium. So oh, I don't know. Boy. But he was particularly funny. Yeah. This week. He, oh, he was man. on fire, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Nice. We had Charlie from Maryland. Uh, David Hill joined oh, us really? on Discord. Yes, David yeah. Hill stopped by. Wow. He wasn't simming, but he was on the Discord okay. chat, and that was really oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Good to hear nice. from you, David. Awesome. John Partridge again. Yep. Had Shaggy on the Discord hanging out. Oh, uh, boy. Irritating everyone with his poor connection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with his piss poor connection. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Really? <laughs> Really bad. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Now we all know why it takes him so long to produce an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Is to edit all those cuts, you know, all those ins and outs together. Uh Uh All those words uh, together. uh, 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 Oh, and he has to set that all back together. Oh, boy. And and it was all, like, computer-modulated weird, too. It's just... It's difficult. It was a mess, huh? And then he got Gray yeah. Eagle going, shaggy, 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 shaggy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that was cracking me up, That was Kevin. crazy. Yeah. Gray Eagle was on fire, I tell you what. Yep. He's killing me. 
<laughs> awesome. We had Darren Wines from Canada. Yep. Uh, Steve nice. Shaw. Mm-hmm. Jamie Burkholder again. Craig Quillen, my buddy from Johnson City, yep. jumped mm-hmm. on. Yep. Yep. And last but definitely not least, special guest, The Planker. <gasps> oh, yes. That's wow. right. Yeah. Who really, dude, wasn't. He wasn't talking as much as I thought he was going to talk, but uh, he was. He told me on Saturday that he really enjoyed himself. Yes. Oh, it was a blast. I think he was when he heard all the crazy shit that was going on. I think he's like, "Um, "What I get myself into?" (laughs) But it it was fun to hear from him. He was flying and hanging out, simming the whole thing. So that was cool. And he doesn't know that guys, you know, as well as we know him, so. True, uh, but he's true. getting he to know everybody. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. He did mention that. Um, he, you know, Sims usually it's like five minutes. He gets bored. Ten minutes, you know, he can't do it. But he, he's like, before he knew it, two hours went by, and he was sitting yeah. the whole time. Yep, yep. Yeah, which is That's amazing. That's it goes awesome. when you're hanging with your buddies, laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I hope I didn't miss anyone. I, I glanced at the Discord, and this is who I wrote down. So. If I missed you, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think you got it. Like I said last time, write some hate mail and address it to me. I'll take it. Yeah. Yep. And pass it on to Kevin. Well, I can continue on then with my week because I did the, did the simming on Friday night. And like you said, Andy, it was it was really it was a lot of fun, man. And I've that's what I've been finding in the last couple of weeks is that you know the the hours go by really quick before you knew it. You know, you were flying and it was an hour or two hours last friday mm-hmm. and just a lot of fun man just a lot of fun I'm, i got a chance to talk to jamie burkholder for a little bit mm-hmm. beforehand and nice yeah um yeah and david cool hill dude. joined us that was that was really a lot of fun man it was i had a good time with the with the fellas man it was cool so then i went flying saturday and it was great to get out man it's great to go to the field and I was, I was running. Yes. Up. I mean, I was running a little bit late. I didn't really plan on leaving until like 10 and getting down there around 11. Uh, but on the way down, I'm like, I'm getting texts from the planker and, and Steve and, and they're like, yeah, we're down here, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, geez, like we have like a limit of 25 people. So I'm thinking, well, how many people are down there? You know? How is that why I'm, Mike took a picture? I'm I was like, like, why did Mike take a picture? Yeah, I'm like, am I going to get down here and there's going to be like, 24 people and you know i'm just gonna make it in or, or what's the deal no 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 we're protesting so we can have as many people as we want oh, okay okay <laughs> so uh yeah so there wasn't there wasn't nearly there was, there was barely eight people there yeah not even when was, i got there yeah but like i said it was great to get out man i flew i brought my oxy 5 and i brought my 690 and i brought my little tank and that was fun <laughs> driving the tank around it was cool yeah uh, but man, am I really enjoying those two models, man? The 500 size, uh, and the small 700 size, the 690. Uh, just getting a real kick out of both of them. Just having some fun. And I don't know if it's a simming or if it, or what. I mean, but I mean, I haven't really flown in a while. Uh, last time I think I flew was Green Pond. And that was a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it was good to just see a little bit of a change in I'm like, I'm not doing the same five things. I mean, I am, but I was throwing a little bit of this and that in, you know, every now and then. And, uh, I have things definitely given getting my autos down from the right, you know, um, 
taking my time, you know, not not really rushing it and taking my time, not digging the tail in, that kind of thing, you know, getting getting the sequence down, which uh just having some fun with that too, you mm-hmm. know. Mhm. Nice. And then yesterday, I fixed the Oxy4. My Oxy4 for some reason, I I lost the tail last time when I was Polda, which was a couple months ago, and I kind of went in pretty not really hard, but I kind of went in no tail. Uh, I think I broke a few things, maybe bent some stuff. The normal. It was it was, the, it was nothing like over the top, overly crazy. Yeah. So I put it all back together, uh, and I think I was at Polda and tried spooling it up, and it just ate itself. So I fixed it again. I took it to my backyard. And I made sure I checked everything that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Pitch is going the right way. The compensation's going the right way. The tail was going the right way. Um, I mean, I didn't change anything. Spooled it up in my backyard, but it didn't even get off the ground. Just like flipped over and ate itself again. So I'm like, I don't know what is going on with this Oxy 4. That's very weird. It is. It's strange. Uh, like it's eating itself. It's not like just spinning out and like then it eats itself, right? Like the tail's not just. You can put the tail over backwards or something and just compensate in the wrong way or anything, right? No, because I checked. I definitely checked the direction. I don't know if I maybe I should recheck the compensation, but I never had the tail off. You know, the tail, anything off. I don't know. You didn't it's have just, to boom out or the. Okay. It's the point where I'm like, you know, what? I think I want to sell all the smaller stuff, and if I feel the urge, just get another 700 size or up, you know, or 700 size, because I don't know. They're fun. They're good beating on them, but I've been beating on the Oxy Five quite a bit. You can beat on. See that the thing is, is I think you're at a point where you notice that you can beat on the Oxy Four, or you can beat on the Ox or the Six Ninety. Like, yeah, you know, like is there? And then the Six Ninety Five is way better, right? So it's like, yeah, you know, just because of the sheer size difference in the float. So it's like, do you mess with the Oxy Four? And now that you've had like three, basically three issues in a row, you're like. Uh, yeah, maybe right. Like you're saying, maybe it's time to let it go. Yeah, move on. Yep. Yeah, I, I'd like to get a 700 size, like maybe a XL power down the road. Maybe I don't know. I always say that, but who knows? Uh, who knows yeah. what it's, what's going to happen? I, the I Oxy Five. Though, I've been doing really good with the Oxy Five, and I ha- I don't have rescue on it. And I think I had one time this weekend where I was like, I had like an oh shit moment where I was like, oh shit, get that. Mm-hmm. Get that mm-hmm. in an orientation. I can because I was I was starting to do a little bit of inverted backwards flying on the sim. On the sim, I've been getting it down to where I can at least maybe turn around, <laughs> you know, one direction. Uh, mm-hmm. My brain's starting; to, it's starting to click where I can like kind of do it if I'm mm-hmm. in that orientation and I'm coming around. But for me, it's it's like I know what I'm looking. At. It's it's so funny with the helicopters, and this is what I think I enjoy the most is that you know when you're when you're upright. And your nose in. If you are upright and nose in, and you came into that position forward, your your mind's kind of set as to what to do. But if it's like you know that orientation, but if now you're going sideways or backwards, it's like your mind doesn't know what to do. It's it's weird. Right. I don't, my my mind works like that, you know, where I'm like I know I'm inverted, uh, but if I'm you know if I'm if I'm flying in a certain orientation inverted my mind doesn't know what to do even though i i can hover inverted you know yeah yeah right, right. in all orientations mm-hmm. it's just it's just weird 
it's just my mind's my mind needs to get that muscle memory down, you know? Yes. I think I know what you're going through is I feel like I, I'm still kinda of going through it a little. It's like um your mind knows what to do, sort of. Like you can kinda of like, oh okay. But like for me, when I'm like flying upside down, backwards or any of that's like when he, the weird orientations where I get a little bit uncomfortable, I freak out because I'm like, Am I gonna move the tail the wrong way and then <laughs> dump it? Yeah. Um so like Usually for me, like I can hover inverted and do my eight orientations, you know, four upright, four inverted. But when I have to rotate the tail, I always like, shit, is it right or left? <laughs> and I end up second guessing myself, which, you know, yeah, yeah. And you need to get out of that second guessing and either yeah. know or muscle memory know, right? right. And it's, yeah. and it, it's, it started like that for me when I started doing funnels. Like I, yeah, if I wasn't yeah. going fast enough, what am I doing to go faster? You know? Sure. Right. Like, get that sideways movement down i kind of got it down now but it's like initially yeah i didn't know what to do right i hear that a lot like with funnels like people are like i don't know how to get into them like how do you start them you know yeah it's just just like flying forward flight you just go and give it you know like start giving it aileron and let it you know in positive pitch right if you're upright but um yeah yeah but I got a quick tip for that while we're on the topic, getting into yeah. funnels, mm-hmm. especially when you're learning the upright ones, just give too much rudder and you'll be in a funnel. I mean, you've got to start using aileron instead of elevator to go around mm-hmm. it. Right. But like when I was first doing turns and stuff, like coordinated turns, figure eights, you just mm-hmm. keep adding a little too much rudder, swing that tail around till it's 90 degrees and then pretty soon you're in a funnel whether you want to or not <laughs> yeah true yeah true. i mean that's how i learned that's how start. i started with nose down yeah. yeah yep definitely nose down upright yeah but yeah the the um the tail down funnels are i was doing them both directions uh, i was having a good time with it i'm starting to i'm starting to get my turns better because i'm starting to actually turn the model and not just like flip it around real quick yeah to, you, you get know, more coordinated yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Awesome! It's, it's cool, man. I had a, I had a really good time this weekend. Everybody enjoyed the tank driving around, smoking, yeah. and with the, I with the running over my foot. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty beefy. I wanted to bring it because yeah. I, know, I know Steve wanted to check it out. And yeah, dude, we I'm on a show. I can't wait to get one. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So what do you what have you been up to, Steve? Uh, so I did not sim Friday. So yeah, sorry guys. Uh, but I did fly on Saturday, and I gotta say, I really enjoyed um, going to the field again. Yeah, I just I for, I like I don't know. It's just weird. Like I kind of felt like I forgot what it was like because it's been so long. And you really think about it, it, you know, I think I remember going to field, you know, in the winter time in like February or early February. I think I was, it was last time. So, I mean, yeah, I guess four months is a considerable amount of time. Time. So, yeah. But yeah, it was a great time catching up. Um, I got there actually before you and Mike D. Usually that's not the case. Yeah. So um, I got there. It was Tony was there? Um, a couple other folks were there, uh, flying airplanes. Um, yeah. Then Mike showed up. Uh, you showed up. We had Paul Androli come by, yep. which was great. Yeah, it's yeah. good to see Paul. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see who else was there. Tony was there. We had um, Pete show up uh eric smith milk and and then ricky cricky kind of eric and ricky cricky kind of showed up like about the time i was 
pretty much heading out. So I was just like, hey, good to see you. Bye. <laughs> you know? yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's still good to, you know, at least see folks and see that everyone's well and doing good, you know. Um, so that's that's good stuff there. Uh, I got to fly my 700s. All's right in the world again. Nice. Um, it's been so long since I flew a 700. <laughs> and, you know, all I, all I, the first thing I start off every time I go fly is my gasser, you know. Uh, that's kind of my go-to. Start with the gasser, kind of warm up with it, you know. Because it's a heavier model, but I get more flight time. So I kind of just take it real easy and practice some, some slow 3D with it. And then I bust out the nitro. And then I have a little more fun with that, right? I have a little more... Um, Agility, a little more power, I guess, you know, or power to weight ratio, really. And, you know, it's really fun to, like, then start, like, kind of doing, linking the the transitions and the moves. And and I don't know, like, I feel I plateaued at a point in my, my flying skill that it's like, okay, I do want to learn more stuff. I do want to progress. But, I mean, I literally took four months off and maybe, you know, whatever times I simmed, you know, here and there or so. But I felt like I got back out and started flying a nitro, and then like once it got warmed up, I was okay, and I just started doing all the maneuvers I normally do, you know, my my you know figure eights with transitions to you know upright to inverted, um, some funnels. You know, one thing I don't do actually think about funnels is I don't do that that three sixty I used to do. Remember, Kevin? I used to do a three sixty rotation with the tail when I'm doing a, like an upright oh, yeah, tail yeah. down funnel, yep. and like when it gets to the farthest point, I do a, a quick. 360 and then continue it. Yeah. I don't really do that anymore. But what I do now also is I've been doing loops where I do a, a full 360 pyro and then come back down. And I started mixing it up, doing 360s, 180s, going nose, going tail, you know, switching it up. Yeah. So so that felt pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I feel like, you know, four months and I really haven't skipped a beat. Maybe I've, I've been flying a little bit higher just to be safer and making sure that um, everything's good. But yeah, I mean, pre-flight checks, everything seemed good. Threw it up there and had a good time. You know, it's great. Nice. Let's see. And the only other thing I did was I ordered the PowerTune OS Carb Adapter from um, Absolute CNC. So I want to thank Gregor and Jay Treadway. And I think Tom Shin had some involvement, but I'm going to give him a shout-out too. Uh, I think this is great that they're making this and they're making this available, keeping that, bridging that, that you know, that, what is it? Oh, no, YS is better. Oh, no, OS is better. Well, YS is more powerful now, but OS 2 is better. Well, you kind of now bridging that gap and making, you know, something that I think on both ends of the spectrum can agree that, you know, that's probably going to be a kick-ass motor with it. So yeah. um, I'm excited to try it out. Can we say YS Power OS Tune? Yeah, YS Power with OS reliability in the tuning, you know? So Nice. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, and I did order um, I ordered some servos. I needed some servos for my RC truck, so I ordered some BKs for it. Oh, I think geez. I ordered like the last of the BKs they had in stock. <laughs> I, I last of the full size. I don't think those will be sufficient for it, dude. I know, I know. Them crawlers <laughs> need so much torque, right? You know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't yeah, think they'll be fast enough. No, 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 definitely not fast enough. <laughs> yeah, and might have enough torque. We'll see. No, no, <laughs> no. These BK. I bought the brushless ones too, because they're nice and quiet. 
Um, so that thing's going to be way overpowered. Uh, so we'll see. But let's get into the main topic here, huh? The main topic. What are we talking about? Tools or a go bag or both? I don't know. Both. Well, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring bag. I don't bring my stuff in a bag. No, I no. do. I used to. All right. <laughs> I used to bring it in one of those bags from like shop, right? Grocery bag. <laughs> Paper bags, yeah. grocery bags. Plastic bags. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So what tools do you bring to the field? Like what's your go to for those for the field bags, huh? Yes. For me? Yeah. Either one of you guys. Whoever wants to start. Well, you know what? I got that rigid case, that like briefcase thing that I made a charger out of years ago. So I picked up one of their little mm-hmm. bins that that case will fit into. It's all modular. It can all like snap together. You've seen them in Home Depot. Yep. 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 And you talking uh, about the milk crate bin? Yeah, or, exactly. Okay. And that's what I throw everything in. And that's where I have, if I'm bringing tools and I usually bring, you know, just a few, um, Nothing like years ago, man, when we were starting. Jeez, I used to bring every tool under the sun. I had such a heavy case of tools, man, that I would bring with me. So right now, if if you were to go downstairs and look in that case right now, I know I have a battery checker. I probably have two because I'm always losing one and then finding it. And I know I have my Scorpion tools that I purchased at Urcha. And that's the um, the 10-piece pack. That's with the hex drivers mm-hmm. uh, from yep. 1.5 to, I think, 5.57 is the top one on that. And it's got a screwdriver and a – oh, no, that's, it's, it's 1.5 to 4. Uh, yeah, 4. four. And then it has a 7 nut driver. Nut driver, yeah. yeah. yeah nut driver, 5.5 nut driver. 5.5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a flat screwdriver, Phillips screwdriver, and a uh, a rounded head hex driver, uh, two, 2 millimeter. Mm-hmm. But definitely, you got to have that smaller Phillips, like a really good Phillips head, because your servo horns on some of the smaller helicopters, you know, has that. Um, you're always finding a use for the, either one of those two screwdrivers, for yeah. sure, man. And I'll I'll have my extension cords rolled up pretty tight in there, my batteries, of course, and. That's usually about it. I'm trying to think if I bring anything else. I know in my case, in my my uh, V bar case, I have my my blade um, leveler or my blade. What do you call those things? Pitch gauge. Pitch, pitch gauge. gauge yeah. yeah, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Well, I have a pitch gauge in there, and that's it, man. Pitch gauge. Those those ten piece tools that I bought from. Shannon only find helis and you know a couple of battery checkers. That's that's uh-huh. usually yeah, I can't think of anything else I bring as far as tools on a regular any given like weekend. All right, just you know, go on. yeah. I mean, I'll bring yep. some more stuff if I'm going to like I'll bring a lot of spares if I'm going to an event. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. What do you guys bring? Oh, and, and of course, um, if nobody has a generator, I'll bring my generator. Uh-huh. All right. But I don't really. I mean, I'm I'm thinking like hand tools and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're talking like yeah, hand tools. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I have a bag now that. So now I kind of take a lot of stuff more than I 
really would plan on needing or using just because it's in that one bag. I just grab that one bag and go. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. that Milwaukee thing that will actually lock to my, my bigger yep. toolbox. Yeah. Yeah. Showed you guys. I mean, it's yep. got almost everything to build a heli that I would never plan to use, you know, little drill bits and screw extractors and mm, just all really? kinds okay. of doodads. Wow. But what I would suggest saying is definitely take a set of hex drivers, a couple screwdrivers, like Kevin's talking about, small Phillips, a couple pairs of pliers, ball link pliers, and if there's anything you need that's specific to a certain heli as far as doing... I like to be prepared to do any kind of like, um, you know, adjust a belt tension or anything that would only take two or three minutes maybe to keep you, keep you flying. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not talking about breaking something all the way down or rebuilding anything or, or nothing like that, but it sucks to cut your day of flying short because you have a loose bolt or, right. you know, the belts loose or just any kind of small stuff like that. I want to be prepared to be able to fix that. Uh-huh. If it's going to take more than say 10 minutes to repair. Then I say, just forget about it. Fly something else and fix it at home. Yeah. Yeah. There's been so many times where I just needed to tighten a bolt that I found loose or this or that, just a yeah. tiny little thing. I know. <sighs> yeah. Now that I'm thinking, Andy, I really like that Scorpion tool and I've been getting into uh, with with work and stuff like that, I've been getting into isolating more stuff in mm-hmm. its own like case. So if I had some other like right. need of something like I don't know Loctite or some other kind of tool or maybe my pitch gauge, and uh, I would see if I could find another case for that. You know, little case right. that I All know right. that's there. That's got to be you know where that is, and just trying to get everything in its own place so yeah. I don't lose it. Sure. What about you, Steve? What do you take on a random Saturday? Yeah, so so normally, okay, so I know the next question is kind of like, you know, it doesn't matter what you fly, electric nitros and gas. So I kind of go into that a little bit. Um, yeah. For me, it does matter. Um, when I I normally fly more nitros and gasers these days. So usually um, I have my bag, which has my fuel and my starter. And that has some tools. I leave some of the nitro-specific tools. Um, glow plugs, glow plug igniter. Uh, not igniter, but the wrench. Um, you know, a couple of, like, you know, I put my battery checkers in there and all that stuff. Because I use the same bag also if I just bring electrics to the field. And when I bring electrics instead of fuel in there, I put the batteries all in there. You know, like the 12-cell packs stacked in there. And it's like, um, I don't know, it's one of those metal handle bags. But it's like mm-hmm. probably about two feet long and about a half a foot or maybe like eight inches wide. But um, so that's usually my electric slash nitro bag. But when I bring nitros and gasters, it's just inherent that, you know, bolts can come loose. So I bring my toolbox and my toolbox is like this yellow toolbox that I've had for like 20 years now. And it's like some cheap plastic toolbox, but it basically has all my like needed tools, like your pitch gauge, four millimeters to you know one point five to like four millimeter um, scorpion set, right? Uh, just a whole slew of other things, and just kind of like everything I have that's 
that I wanted to put in just a case that I, I bring to fun flies. Like this is my toolbox that I bring to fun flies and everywhere I, I go. Um, so when I'm flying the nitros and gassers, I definitely bring that. When I'm just flying electrics, I just bring my my one bag, the the bag that I have as a battery bag, you know, air quotes. And really, that's it. And I don't really even bring the tools. Like I like to bring the tools, especially if, obviously, like I said, with the nitros and stuff. But I think part of me also brings the tools so that I can help people when they need something. And sometimes you'll get that person like, oh, does someone have a pitch gauge or does someone have, you know, two millimeter hex driver or something? And I like to be like, yeah, I got you, you know, and I'll, I'll let them borrow the tool and uh, so that you can, you know, they can continue flying that day. So um, I feel like it's not just for myself. So basically, right. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So let's kind of dig into that. You know, does it matter what you fly? Electrics, nitros, gassers? Uh, what about you guys? Oh, yeah, I think so. Because mm-hmm. if I just bring my two electric helicopters, like I said, that's all I all I bring right. is those things that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. But I, if I ever get off my ass and get that <laughs> Glogo going Glogo. again, I would definitely have a different, you know, set of tools. Yeah. Uh, maybe a case with some glow plugs in it, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. the pliers to go with it. Um, yeah. Or the the um, the driver, which yeah. I think yeah. it's seven mil will, will take care of. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, it's, it's, no, it's six mil. Isn't is it there? six? No, I think it's oh, eight. 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 Sorry, eight mil. Eight mil. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But then I'll have you know my my fuel jug setup that I 3d printed and all that. Well, do you bring that, that thing that you have? What's that thing? Yeah. Yeah. It was like an airplane box thing. What was that? No, I got rid of Field that box. I don't oh, have that did. anymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I kind of slimmed it down to that, that thing I 3d printed that can hold, you know, the battery oh, right. and yes, the, the yes. pump. And mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. seemed to work out a lot better. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah, depending on your engine, you might need a spare check valve. Mm-hmm. And no matter what you're flying, if it's fuel powered, you need some fuel tubing, whether it be mm-hmm. gas or nitro. Because yeah. I mean, how many times have you had a problem and ends up oh, there's a, a tiny hole war in your tubing or this or that? So I always try to keep a couple feet of tubing. Yep. And those little tie wraps, man. Especially yeah. with with bringing a gas powered anything to the field, mm-hmm. just in case they come off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I use field tubing for that. I just double up the field tubing usually. Oh, that's like right. Nitro, yeah. nitro stuff. The gasser, uh, yeah, no, I don't do that in the gasser with the tie gun, but yeah, yeah, that's where I would probably use some zip ties or something. Yeah. Nice. Um, all right, so I, I don't. I mean, I, I know we don't, but you know, maybe this is more of a question for for listeners that you know well, haven't gone through the integration. You, you don't <laughs> know. We don't ask me. Do you bring a laptop to the field? Yes. No, I thought V-Bar. However, <laughs> I never use it for myself. Mm. Oh. But I've used it many, many, many times to help someone else yeah. check a setup, do something, do this, mm-hmm. do that, show them why their stuff's flying all weird and crazy. Mm-hmm. And I have um, a little, I think it's a... Microsoft makes it. It's a Surface 3 tab. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got yeah. like a keyboard cover. That, yep. And it, I mean, it's really small. It's not big. No, it yeah. It's like, a, it's like a tablet. So I use that for all my RC programming stuff. And it, it nice. works fantastic because I can just throw it in there and a couple of different USB cables. And I got all the software, you know, whatever it is. 
Right, right. Already loaded on there, so if somebody needs to check something or check a setup or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, I try to always. Now, if I'm That's just by myself great. and I know that nobody's going to be around, I won't bother. Mm-hmm. But if it's a weekend, I think you know. So I know other guys are going to be there doing this or that. I'll throw it in there just because nice. why not? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I don't know how many times uh, Mike saved the day for yeah. me. Yep. Yeah. You know, I've had some issues. I don't really need to go into now, but I've had some issues, <laughs> and having that laptop was a blessing. You know, yep. to be able to continue again, flying that day. So, again, yeah. it's one of those things that. You could either cut your day short, or if you got oh, a laptop, yeah. you could take five minutes and adjust something and keep going. Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And I just thought of something else that I bring now to the field usually, and now that I'm thinking about it, I got to figure out where it is. Um, <laughs> okay. And it was only like I build the new heli or whatever and bring that to the field, and now I'm like, oh, shit, I need my Hobby Wing programmer. And uh, ah, oh yeah, so that I kind of keep that in stays box. in my bag. So yeah, that's, that's in my toolbox. Yep, the main toolbox. Uh, I, when Andy said that little thing that'll ruin your day, that's that prevented me from doing a maiden. I think on the Oxy Five when I when I brought that to the field for the first mm. time. Yeah, is it something? Yeah, I don't know. You don't set up a heli like every day. Most people aren't Steve, and they're not putting a helicopter together once a week. So. <laughs> they don't like they'll forget <laughs> about it you know sure yeah, no. yeah that's another one of those things that you might not use very often but yeah, right there could there yes. be a guy there that plenty didn't of times know i've done that needed one or doesn't mm-hmm. have one and you can save the day yeah yep. you yeah. could be the hero if you have the right stuff yeah really just knowing that like i mean because a hobby wing uh programmer that's that's pretty big because a lot of times people are like oh i want to try setting up a gov you know and you're like yeah. okay yeah you have the program no it's like oh okay here you go let's do it <laughs> you know yeah, exactly it's set up it's and awesome. andy when i'm in a fun fly i say we don't need another hero we don't need to know <laughs> the way home <laughs> all we want is life beyond the thunderdome uh, i don't know yeah <laughs> I'm going to take Steve's line. You're so stupid. <laughs> I just like saying, Thunderdome. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. You got to step back and say it louder. <laughs> no. I think my wife is sleeping. Oh. She's like, what the hell? And then it yeah. will be Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So so let's talk about uh, parts. Do you bring parts to the field? You know, kind of with your go bag of stuff. Okay. You want my theory on parts? Yes. I bring parts, but a select few parts. Mm, Things that are likely to get broke, but could be changed out in, say, five minutes or less and keep your day going. And the first one that comes to mind is skid struts. Okay. And, I mean, I can't tell you, not as much anymore, but it still can happen. You botch an auto or something, land a little hard, crack a skid strut. Mm-hmm. If you don't have one, then yeah. your day could be over. Or you can take literally three minutes, bolt a new one on, and keep going. That's a really good point. Uh-huh. And I know I have Oxy 5 skids somewhere, the whole new set. Well, you have the new one, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's not a ton of stuff. Yeah. Like... If you have a crash and it's more than just a couple things, I wouldn't bother. 
but right. I would keep link, a set of links or not a set, but some link ends, maybe uh-huh. the the metal part, depending on yeah. your your heli. Yep. Some use the same link for everything, which is super convenient. Mm-hmm. But a couple of those, just in case you just pop one off, or you could have a tip over or something that doesn't right. really damage the heli, but you might have a link pop off or something. I mean, Skid think struts. about it. It could also be you're doing your pre-flight, and you're like, no, that link is too loose. Yes, exactly. You know? 100%. It's yep. too loose, and do I do you risk it and have it pop off mid-flight? Maybe it won't pop off. Maybe it will. Or do you just replace it if you have it, which will take, you know, whatever, yeah. 10 minutes with the end of pit change to, you know, yeah, just make sure. Just yeah. Right. If that, right. So I'll mm-hmm. tell you, if I botch something like spooling up or coming down, it's usually the pitch links. It's usually the metal mm-hmm. threaded, little threaded piece that'll yeah. bend in the middle. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that really, t- I mean, you can throw that in your tool box or bag. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of what I do. A couple skid struts, uh, uh-huh. some links, and uh, servo arm. Maybe a couple servo mm-hmm. arms or something like that. Okay. Break one of those on a tip over. Uh, I'm talking about the minorest the, of incidents. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Botched autos, a tip over, yeah. some kind of weird something. Yeah. You, yep. know, you screw up and you uh, quick start it on the ground. It spins around and yeah, you know, brace tail blade. So what about yeah. blades? Yep, uh, tail blades absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, main blades. Um, I think that depends on. Well, this could actually be said for any of the part stuff. Depends on how many helis you have. You have mm-hmm. with you at the time. Yeah. If you only have one heli. You know, it might not be a bad idea to throw some mains in there, too, just mm-hmm. because a tip over or a blade scrape or some kind of something happened, you don't, it wouldn't kill your whole day. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. If you got three or four helis, nah, I don't know. Blades are kind of bulky to tote around if you mm-hmm. don't think you need them. Yeah. But you can, you can bump your tail blades on the ground landing or anything. Yeah. And break those. I mean, yeah, and they're depends. small, so mm-hmm. I, I keep a set of those. I mean, why not? And, and you know, it depends what kind of pilot you are. If you're one of them, you know, loaded to ground smack pilots, but you're flying a belted heli, you might hit your tail blades and still, you know, yeah, so and yeah. not break anything, not strip sure. gears or nothing. So you just land and, oh, look at that. Tail blades, you know, half gone. All right. You place it out and you're back flying, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Have, you, have you ever come down and land, did an auto or something? And yeah. And drag the tail, tail and maybe hits mm-hmm. a rock or something and knocks right. a chip out of it. Yeah. For us, oh, maybe a staple man. on the runway, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or you could take two seconds, fix it, and be right back going. Right, right. Um, and I think I find it because, I mean, Kevin and I, we, we drive quite a distance to get to our field. It's not like, you know, 10, 15 minutes like the the local club members, right? Like they just drive around the corner and they're there. Yeah. And if they need to go back home, sure, what's, you know, maybe 15, 30 minutes to drive back home yeah. and come back to the field. But for us, it's an hour, hour and five minutes. So it's like, yeah. you know. So you're done. Two I mean, hours. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, yeah you're done. You're not coming back. <laughs> you know? right. Yeah, I'm going to hang out and then, you know, hang out, chat, and then head out. Like that's, yeah. So, you know, for me, for parts, I, I, I got to say, like, I don't normally bring parts. 
but whatever like small parts like you know a set of tail blades um a lot of we'll, we'll talk about this fasteners right a lot of fasteners and stuff i'll just leave it in my tool box my little yeah. yellow toolbox because like i have the room there and why not right um you know i think i have an extra glow nighter in there just just for the hell of it just in case you know i'll tell you what dude i don't bring any spare parts but andy's both you guys are making a really good case for tail blades and i think i'm going to try and find some of those just maybe a whole spare like link kit maybe make something up yeah you know, real quick it's going to cost me five bucks you know to have right. that and that could save my day if i did something stupid i mean and most kits come with like a couple little bits of extra stuff right like an extra link extra metal part extra you know the yeah. ball link and stuff yeah. so so like mine as well just bring that as a spare part thing too you know you don't have to go crazy and bring all your spares but right you know and just I some guess, key items i guess mm-hmm. that little rigid milk crate thing is good and bad in a way it's i mean it's good because it's really cheap and it does fit a lot of stuff but it doesn't really have a bottom it's got kind of got that milk crate bottom that grid bottom so that's kind of another reason why i look for some kind of container to put everything but i'm i could easily do that uh yeah Put everything yeah, in, I was just little, say if you could find yeah. like a little zipper case or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got, I probably have three or four spares. Um, you know what I love using? I love using uh, BK servo cases or servo cases in general, right? I just love like the little plastic cases. You could just put all the little things in there and stuff. Yeah, that's another good idea. Yeah. So, what about you, Andy? You bring fasteners and stuff, bolts, nuts, you know, whatever. Yes. Well, yes and no. I have uh, boxes, like a full box of all assorted uh, stuff. So if I'm going very far, I'll take that. If I'm just going over to my club field for the day, usually not. Although it would be a good idea to have a few common sizes in there, like some uh, three yeah. mil by 10. Mm-hmm. Fix a whole lot of shit with one of those on a 700. Yeah. Um, Whatever size fits your servos, those sometimes yeah. can work out. Uh, a couple like your frame screws. Yeah. But it, depending on your what you have in your fleet and stuff, it can be hard to have what you need because there's so many different sizes. So you, mm-hmm. you could take 10 screws and the one that falls out will be the one you don't have. <laughs> of course, right? right? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's why I just dump everything in the toolbox. <laughs> yeah. Just like whatever but spares like, I have, just dump it in there. Like in the camper, you know, when I'm going to. Oh, yeah. You got everything. I, I have a full box with all different sizes. Yeah. He's full McMaster. Two, fucking half, threes. <laughs> yeah. Nuts, washers, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I know this isn't really on the topic, but I mean, it is sort of. Uh, I know that if you know what, like. On the Oxys, dude, there's, uh, especially the Oxy 4, the, the, um, the, the bolt that goes from your link to the main grips, you know, that holds that link on is like a two millimeter bolt that's like, I don't know, it's 20. It's really long. So, I mean, you can go onto a, like, Bolt Depot or wherever you get your nuts and bolts. Or even Amazon, you can probably get a hundred of them for like f- between five and ten dollars. You get a whole set for like yeah, ten bucks. It's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I found is pretty helpful because uh, I think uh, I had somebody had a fun fly that that wanted two of them uh, had broken it 
on on one of his models and i was like yeah just take him out of here and i'm like well that's kind of my spare but i wasn't using it whatever but i mean geez if you got a hundred of them dude you can give one out to everybody really uh, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> but I mean, you can go and you can see what they are in the manual and just, you know, if it's something, you know, that breaks a lot, especially that, you know, right. Yeah. And like you said, Andy, the, the three by 10 mil, you can build 700 with those. Uh, always good to have those. Right. Yeah. And then the next two, I think I'm just going to group them together. So we're talking about like, you know, tapes and adhesives. You know, so 3M tape, Fly Brothers tape, Mikado tape, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, maybe packing tape. I think, Andy, you mentioned that. Packing tape for Yeah, especially plane for folks. airplanes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Packing tape can yeah. <laughs> yeah. prepare a lot of stuff. Sure. And then you have your adhesives, like your basic, you know, uh, CAs to maybe some foam tack or welders, right. you know, uh, right. contact cement. Mm-hmm. I would say thread, lo- thread locker. Yep, thread lockers. Have, yeah. Find that loose frame screw or whatever yes. you're going to need lock to put it back yes. in yes don't just put it back in and jam it just put a little lock tight wait 10 minutes at least and you know then maybe go fly but yeah i'll tell you i used to bring a hot glue gun with me when i was flying a lot of flight test planes yeah that's definitely mm-hmm. one the you know the the statement that keeps ringing in my mind is that andy keeps you know was saying about you know that little thing that'll keep you flying or you know won't ruin your day it's a hot glue gun you know especially if you're flying a lot of the flight test stuff for sure mm-hmm. right. flight test even the you know like the pro profile foam planes right the um, yeah uh, what is that company that you like twisted hobbies you know yeah. like those planes and stuff yeah yep. Yep. you can use foam tack or hot glue if you need to yes foam tack yep mm-hmm. yeah so do you guys about- bring stuff like that what about like epoxies and stuff you worry about that like if you find a tail control rod that's work yeah. loose or a boom uh-huh. support or something like that. So normally I don't bring epoxy, but I do have um, JB Weld in my toolbox. So when I bring the toolbox, that comes with it. And the toolbox yeah, comes with... Type of epoxy. Yeah, pretty much, right. Um, I do have also a bunch of 3M tape. Um, no packing tape. But I do bring CA and like green, red, and blue Loctite usually. Right. Oh wow. Yeah. That, that, even, that all fits in that yellow box, so I just kind of leave it all in there. I don't even bring a Loctite anymore. Yeah, you just borrow mics. I just borrow it from people and cut the tip right off. Yes. <laughs> like sabotage. Don't. If, and if, nobody <laughs> should be lending me their Loctite. <laughs> don't lend. Don't lend Kevin any of your tube adhesive or he's going to cut the whole tip off yep they could pour out (laughs) rabbi kevin Uh, when it comes to that stuff (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) okay um anything else (laughs) oh boy i would suggest making you a little kit like a little toolbox or a bag or whatever you want to do and put some of this stuff in there, you know, the Loctite and the tape and the screws and a few little tool, things. And just stuff, yeah. grab it when you go. That way you don't even have to worry about what to take, what not to take. You yeah. know, it's very interesting. That yellow toolbox I bring, everyone's like, damn, how do you even find anything in there? But you know what? I have so much stuff <laughs> in there and it's coming so handy when it's yeah. like I'm missing a bolt. because Something vibrated out. And I'm just like, okay, you know. Um 
even like weird 1.65 millimeter, you know, hex driver. Like, I just, I don't know. It, it comes in handy, maybe not for myself, but, it'll, you know, for someone else. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't care how messy it is. So, I, mean, know, I, I think it's if worth I, it. If I had to pick stuff off the bench and say, okay, I need this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, I wouldn't take anything. But right. since it's already in that bag, I just grabbed yeah. that little bag. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Think about it. And I think that's the way to really do it is to make a go bag and not to try to like remember, well, what am I going to bring to the field today? You know, like what yeah. do I need to grab? Just make it into a bag. You just grab every time and you don't have to worry. Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Awesome. And what I was going to say was, uh, you know, I'm sure everybody can say the same thing. When I first started flying, geez, I was bringing a ton of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, just the last year, probably I don't really bring any spares and barely any tools just go. And, mm-hmm. you know, if I, fun. if I have mm-hmm. a problem with something, yeah, I'm just putting it on the side, flying the other one for the day and chilling out. Right. Right. And th- yeah. that's an important point too, Kevin depending on how many helis you take with you or planes uh-huh. or whatever. You know, if you have one machine, you might want to take a few extra stuff. Just right. Yeah. It's preventive. If you've got three or four and something happens to one, you're like, nah, let's not worry about that. I'll fly the others. Right. You know what I mean, yeah, it's still yep. not going to yep. ruin your entire day. If you yep. have that tip over or whatever. Right. Or like, you know, if you're flying a plane and you have a nose over and break a prop, like, yeah, you bring exactly. extra props. You should. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. especially yeah. if you're flying like a warbird or something that have a tendency to tip forward like that. Yeah, bring That's bring a, a proper tip. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and one thing that I wanna I wanna kind of bring back up that Kevin kind of just lightly dusted over is that when we, you know, th- this is what we bring because of where we are currently in the hobby. Right. You know, like like Kevin was mentioning, when we were beginners, we used to bring everything and every model we had. Like, it wasn't just like we're going to fly it or not. We just brought everything just in case we're going to fly it or we want to fly it. But we used to bring so much stuff, like insanely amount of stuff. And yeah, my Jeep was packed. Yeah, my Hyundai, my, my Santa Fe, that well, was packed. The back was completely packed all the time. Yeah, yeah we all the seats did down and everything, you know. But as we get more mature in the hobby, we've noticed that, um, you know, there are some bare essentials. And that kind of, that's what this, um, that's what kind of egged this episode to you know, be what it is, is to talk about this, is that, you know, things are different now than when we first started. And I think we've talked about tools before. For yeah. Sure. Right. Um, but now in the hobby, we're, what, five years, six years deep in it now, that I feel that it's changed, you know, it's evolved, and we don't bring as much stuff, or we bring a lot of stuff, but we know how to pack it better, right? Like I put, the, like I said, with the, the one yellow toolbox I have where you're... Um, Milwaukee little the red you know bag, canvas yeah. type of bag right um, and then you like you Kevin with your bins and stuff right like you know you grew into that you didn't just like out of the like from the first day you started a hobby be like okay I gotta bring this or this you know you didn't know you just brought everything because you didn't know yeah so and yeah. it kind of evolved I've gone through some situations right you look at some of the pictures that I've had from back in the day man I mm-hmm. had a huge like one of those uh, aluminum cases for my transmitter uh yeah, and whatever else right. i had in there and then i had i had two of those two <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh 
I had two of those like toolboxes with the handle, the big handle uh-huh. that goes alongside and on the top. Yeah, but you had one on the batteries, right? Didn't you put? You used to bring yeah. one in batteries, and yep. then one with like a charger, and then you're yeah. I mean, and then you had a big one. You yeah, sometimes lug around. I think I had four toolboxes at one point, and then yeah. I and then once I got into the whole modular system with the rigid stuff, because then I incorporate my camping and all that into bigger sure. rigid bins, and yep. it has the wheels on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually throughout the the other toolboxes i mean just i wasn't using them they were getting old and and no place for them just throw them out yeah, yeah. but like you're saying steve it's just kind of evolved into what what works for you the best you know mm-hmm. yeah and and of course you know disclaimer what works for us doesn't doesn't mean it's going to work for you guys you know but yeah, this is kind of where we're at with the hobby and and what things we bring to the field as far as tools yeah right right is there any other points you guys want to hit, or shall we move it on? Yeah, we can move it on. Move it on, we will. Do we have a planker segment? Oh, crap. I think we do. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think we do. And okay. I don't know if I'm ready for it. All right, buckle up, guys. Let's see. Let's, uh, let's uh, listen to a planker segment. Okay. It's another half episode. Yeah, it's 30.5. And why is that, you say? You know why. 31's a lot of work, so it's got to wait. So I don't have a lot, but I got something special. We bagged a special guest. We've got Michael Shaggy Parker on the show today. So let's get him dialed up. And here we go. Let me see. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Hey, Shaggy. Great to have you on the show. What's the word, buddy? You know what? Hammer. <laughs> That's weird. Hello? You know. Hammer. <laughs> really helping me on that. Wait, what? So I was really smack. Uh, well, not hard. Like What? What? Doing it right. Fly. Uh, six months later. Who is this? Hello? You with that? Okay, we're back. We're going to try that again. Looks like <laughs> uh, Mr. Parker had some interweb problems. So I think we're back up and running. And yes, we are. Okay, so Mr. Shaggy. What's up? What's that? All right, so is it Mike or Michael or what the hell? What is it? Scooby-Doo. Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Okay, so <laughs> and so I was wondering if you know that Shaggy was a homeless hippie who spoke to his dog and the dog answered him? Yep. I was wondering, have you tried the Scooby Snacks, you know, like, the, like on a TV show? You know what? I've had my fair share. All right, so let's let's talk about the uh, RC hobby now. Okay, I got to learn how to fly um, helicopters. All right, Shaggy. So within the RC hobby, um, do you have a man crush? Robert Monty. 
Well, the rumor I heard was that he had rebuked your advances. I'm committed. Does it bother you when you can't, um, you know, follow? I don't want to say I liked it, but I didn't like it. Kind of creepy. I look in the mirror, like, oh my gosh. All right, let's let's get off this. Let's circle back around and um, let's let's get back to flying. Let's talk about flying again. Couldn't quite, you know, like understand it all that much. Uh, for Ew. for like, you know, I I couldn't get the I I couldn't quite get the um, it I couldn't quite. Holy crap! Get it to stop. Shaggy, do you realize that you're talking but not saying anything? It's like a mumble. You all right? That's weird. Get it to stop. Oh my god. Get the stop. <laughs> no, just kidding. Soon though. Uh, oh man! Wow, <laughs> dude, it's, I thought we were at this for for a second. Holy oh shit, damn, dude. I haven't been over here on the other side of the microphone crying in a long time. I know, I know, seriously, I'm tearing up. Oh God, that was insane. My face hurts. Jeez, a .5 episode and he nailed it. I know. Uh, God. God, that could have been 31. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, wow, damn. okay. Mike is the man. All right, awesome. Thanks, Mike. All right, news and announcements. All right, news. And announcements. All right. <laughs> All right, what do we have? What do we have? Well, Steve, you mentioned this earlier, mm-hmm. but the Power Tune Kit. More power, baby. More power. Mm-hmm. This is to put an OS carb on a YS engine. Wow. And our buddy Jay Treadway put a post up on Facebook announcing it, and uh, he's got a Google Doc for an order form. Yep. And brought says brought to you by Absolute CNC Products and fully sent by the RCHO boys. Nice. So I I don't have all the details on who was the first to come up with this and mm-hmm. all this stuff. I heard about it. Yeah. I don't know. Several months back, they've been experimenting with it there at RCHO. John mm-hmm. Allen, Tom Shin. Jay and those guys. So I don't I know. Remember hearing about it at the chill out too. Yeah. So they've been working on it a while. So, yeah, man. but it's awesome that guys are are doing this kind of stuff, figuring out ways to mod and improve and tweak and tune and all that kind of stuff. It is right. It's amazing. It's so yeah. cool, dude. I'm it, gonna declare calling the my motors gonna be the YOS motor. <laughs> iOS. Why <laughs> OS? Uh, because, yeah, nah, this, this is awesome. And, and this is the thing, right? Like, people were saying that, like, the YS motors have more power, but the OS carbs just, like, they tune better. YS, like, when the regular gets stuck, it gets stuck closed, which instantly you blow your motor, compared to an OS card where it actually um, defaults to open usually. So, I don't know. And then, like, the tuning capabilities, like, it's so much easier tuning an OS card, I don't know, in my opinion. So, I think it's it's really the best of both worlds. YOS. So they're making they're making this kit. It's mm-hmm. sixty five dollars plus eight dollars shipping anywhere in the continental US. Yep. And we will have a link to the the doc that explains it, an order form mm-hmm. and stuff 
in yep. our news and announcement links on our Facebook post. So yes, interested, you can find the link there. Go check it out. Um, but it's cool. Yes. Oh, I, I guess we should mention, too, this is um, using an OS 105 carb on a 9196, right? YS engine? Uh, I believe it's... 91, 96, and the 120. And the 120. Yeah, I think they all use the same um, uh, crankcase anyway. So, yeah, right. that, that should fit. Um, yeah. And I yeah, forgot and the, the number of the car, but, yeah. It's the, I think it's a 61G. It's car that's on a, a 105. Yeah, I think it's a 61G, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, same one as the 105, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is, this, is the 105 the same as the 91 back in the day? With the, you know, regulated? Uh, yeah, I'm not uh-huh. sure either. Because I wonder if this can, eh, if you can use a 91 carp. But, yeah, I don't know. I can't wait to get this installed. Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah. It's cool. I am going to wait a little because my YS is running really good right now. Knock on wood. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, you've done it now. I know, right? <laughs> it's going to blow up. Next I know. Week. I'm going to have this thing by Friday, so I'll have it ready for the weekend anyways. No. <laughs> awesome. All right. What else do we have? Next thing is, speaking of tools, Lynx Haley Innovations has developed a set of CNC ball link pliers that fit 5 and 5.5 millimeter balls, and he says more sizes to come. Yes, it has that. These look like really nice ball link pliers with replaceable tips. Uh Uh-huh, yep. It's got... um, some sort of zero slop full action with a, I think it's got a bearing in there. Yeah. Use special zero slop radial bearing pivot system to assure the smooth and clamp precision never saw before in a similar tool. I don't know about that, but it definitely will, should, <laughs> should work well. Yeah. Uh, 7075 T6 alloy aluminum for the best rigidity and lightweight design and interchangeable carbon steel tips with dedicated asymmetrical geometry uh, to fit anywhere a plastic linkage needs to be removed or installed. This is cool. Yeah, I think there's a market for this. There's been a demand. For some good balling pliers, so yeah, it's great. Yeah, absolutely. Since uh, there, I mean, there's really not any available right now. No, I mean, you can get like the the you know the line ones, the cheesy ones that that every other company's cloned. Crap. Um, what's the ones that um the red ones? So you like this? They're very nice. Well, the the FBL rotor ones. FBL rotors, yeah. They they've not been made in a long time, and I know. They're not as good as they look, actually, because the tips are really thick mm. on them. They use brass for the tips. Ah, uh, okay. And to have it not just, be, which is great, it doesn't mark the balls and scratch mm-hmm. stuff up. Yeah. But you can't get the strength without it being super thick. So there's yeah, a lot right. of instances where they won't fit behind the, the, the ball link. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. The best ones I've ever had were the JR, the green handle. Okay. I have a set of those. Nice. Really nice. Um, but they're nice. like a high quality tool steel kind of plier that was, gosh, they were 40 bucks when I bought mine and I don't even think they make them anymore. Right. 
So, well, you mentioned the cheap ones, dude. That's what I've had, and that's what I've been using for the past six years. So I'm definitely going to get a set of these. Me too. Yep. Yeah. Look cool. I'm really glad to see this. Check them out. Linksheli.com. And also, they sell there's a uh, $39.99. Mm-hmm. Nice. Awesome. All right. Do we have anything else? Uh, we do have something else. I don't know if you want to talk about it, but we have something else. Well, how do what we is this? That I saw was new on Motion RC's page. The only thing that caught my attention is um, it's a uh, K-130 helicopter ready to yeah, fly. XK, yeah. I mean, I, if you're going to get into helicopters, I definitely would go with the, the 230, the V2. That's like definitely the one to get. Uh, just this caught my eye being the rotor diameter, 12-inch, you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, 305 millimeter. For 170, ready to fly. That's that's actually not too bad, but I don't know. I, I saw it. It's motion. I wanted to throw it a little, you know, give him a little shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks pretty much 3D capable. Yeah, you uh, know what it looks like? It looks like a, a Blade 150. Yeah, that Blade 150. Um, sorry, T Rex 150. Did, yeah, yeah. It's Futaba uh, FHSS compatible. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of neat. Yep. Or you can use your satellite to do the DSMX protocol or SBUS. Yeah. Awesome. It's ready to fly. I guess it comes with a mm-hmm. radio. Yeah, yeah, it does. Includes a Futaba SFHSS compatible radio. Yeah. I don't get this, though. It's a 3D slash 6G A. 3-6-axis auto-stabilization system? Is it 3-axis or 6-axis? In between 3 and 6? <laughs> well, since there's only 3-axis, I suppose it would be 3 plus the other 3 can do for the, I guess I consider that the auto-stabilization stuff. Seems like that's the common thing when it's 6-axis, that means mm-hmm. it will auto-stabilize yeah, I think that's your stabilization, Steve. Yeah. That's why it says uh, transmitter supports switching between uh, the three and the six. Ah, auto stable. Yeah, so yeah. there's a three axis gyroscope for three D mo- like flying, and there's yeah. a six axis for like kind of automated, like you know, rescue and I guess that stuff, right? Yeah, and you know, dude, it's uh, seems like capable helicopters are getting cheaper. I mean, I'm only assuming it's capable because it has the the stabilization in it. They do have. I was about to ask about parts. They do mm-hmm. have some parts. Yeah. You notice use an XT30 connector too. I kind of like that. Oh yeah. yeah. Uses a what is it? A 2S 800 milliamp hour battery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or 600 milliamp it says. Oh, does it? Well, it says on the bottom specs. What does it say up top? <laughs> Let's find some flaws in there. Posting <laughs> here. No, no, it's a 600 up here, too. Where it says where it includes. Okay. Maybe I misread it. Yeah, 600. So but cool. Parts are awesome. super cheap. Yeah. Are they? The mainframe's $2.50. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. Tail motor's $3. Tail, tail blades are. The landing, the landing skid thing's $1.50. 
Wow, this is really economical. I just probably buy this with like a, a whole bunch of parts, you know, on the initial order. <laughs> Cyclic servos are eight ninety nine. Yep. Yeah, it might be all right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, we got anything else? You know what this looks like? Kind of is like a blown up version of the uh, smaller CP helis, like the Nano CP, just yeah. with that frame being in one one piece like that. You know. I mean, if you look at the, the is it even blown up? It looks pretty little. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at the, the the like precision internal structure picture that they have, where it's like a exploded view of the helicopter. Um, yeah, it that, that's in a line. Look at the two tail ser- the two servos going up and down on the side, and one in the middle. Yep. Yeah, that's totally in line. And the flywheel unit right up front, in front of the motor. Um, it's very similar, I'll say, in design. Okay. All, All right. right. Is that it for news and announcements? That's it, man. Okay. So, what's next for you in the hobby? Me, I'm going on vacation. Nice. Going to be off for the next, yeah, maybe two weeks. Oh, definitely, de- definitely next week. I'm not going to be here for the uh-huh. show. Sorry, guys, but I need to go to after after the weeks that I've had off. I need to take more time off and <laughs> go to Florida. Yeah, well, go say hi to Steve for me down there. Yeah, yeah. I will. You going to fly while you're down there? I hope so. Yeah, you got a Haley and stuff, don't you? Yeah, dude. Yeah, right. Hell mm-hmm. yeah, I got a car down there too. My little oh, race yeah? car, my little 3D printed race car. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I'm gonna wind awesome. up picking something else up while I'm down there. I don't know, I'm gonna go visit. To- I'm gonna visit the hobby shop. Yeah, can you go to Graves? Is that anywhere near? Or- Graves? No, that's like two hours north. I think. Oh, okay. That's that's up by Orlando. Oh, okay. Is there any local ones by you? There is a few. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. So I don't know. I'll pick something up. Probably. We'll see. Uh-huh. But there, there ought to be an adventure. We're taking the dog and. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Gonna fly nice. in an airplane. My wife's already been down and back since this whole pandemic, mm-hmm. and uh, well, we'll see what we'll see how it is. Oh, yeah. Nice. But that's what's going on for me, man. What about right, you, well. George? <laughs> All right. So, Andy, how about you? I'm not sure. I might fly. I might get some wrenching done. Uh, might build something. I don't know. Oh, you got that oxy, Does right? It start with oxy yeah. and end with five. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to get some wrenching done before I can start on that. So we'll see. Uh, okay. Um, are you super swamped with the farming would work right now? Well, I thought I was about caught up, but it, after checking some fields today, it looks like I'm going to have to replant a bunch. Oh, wow. Bad conditions, bad weather. So probably going to be deal, dealing with that in the next couple of days. Oh, jeez, dude. So, I don't know. If, so I wrote down complain. I'm sure I'll complain about something. Yeah, complain question mark? That should be definite. Yeah. 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 Exclamation point. That's going to be right. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't know. Okay. I, I really don't know. We'll I'll see. tell you, dude, I might be coming down that way just to look for a job. You might, If it's busy, I might come down there. All right. You can put me to work. And, because, uh, jeez, work Find for me has been... You. Touch and go. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Um, I'm getting my Kraken tomorrow. Kraken 580. It's being delivered tomorrow. So, uh, 
I should have it built by the weekend, I think. Getting the crack in. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get the crack in. Nice. And I'll get that, get that heavy 580 weight there, you know. Um, but yeah. Is I, it is it heavy? It's not that heavy, is it? No. <laughs> crack is pretty light, actually. Nice. Um, so we'll see. I plan on having it at least airframe built, but I think I sh- might be able to get all of it built. It's just those kids go together so quick. If I can do it, if I can build the Kraken 700 one night, over spring fling, like in Bill's hotel room with him complaining about the heat or the AC. Yeah. Um, I think I can build it in my nice AC home, um, you know, by this weekend if I get it tomorrow. Yeah, so. A, you won't have Bill. Yeah, exactly, right? There. I won't be sweating my ass off. Yeah, yeah, no AC. Sweat won't be pouring into your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think. <laughs> no, no. So, yeah, I'm hoping um, I'll have it done, but, you know. I don't know. I got to get my priorities straight. I don't know. Dude, that's old school Steve, man. Yeah. You'll have it you'll have it made and you'll have like 40 flights in by this weekend. <laughs> no, no, I'll have it made in, <laughs> but then I'll like put it away and probably never fly it again. No. no, no, no. I'm I'm actually really excited about this one because I I I've been dying to have like you know, a 600 again and Yeah, because, man. Because you know, I don't have the 500 anymore. So it's like the 600 just seems like that's going to be my new kind of I don't know, smaller hilly, I guess, even though it's not that much smaller. So, yeah, I'm interested. I think the last 570, 600 size heli I had. The nitro you had? Yeah. Did I have the nitro? I know you had a 600 nitro. Yeah, yeah. I had a 600 nitro, the T-Rex, for a little bit. That's before I even joined SAB. So that was a while ago now. Yeah, 570. And then I had the 570 KC, but that was before I had that one. So that's... Yeah, oh, wow, that's got to be, yeah, three years plus, right? Um, so, yeah. So, it's good to uh, get the size again and mess around with it. And, yeah, it'll be fun. And, you know, I'll probably do more work on the car. Okay. I'm making some good progress, so I'm going to keep at it, too. I don't know where I find the time, man. I don't know where, but I do somehow or another. Okay, let's move it on to the listener pipeline. Do we have any voicemails? We do. Fantastic. We have a few. All right. Uh, We have three, actually. All right, so let me get that first one queued up here. Okay, so that's five seconds of blank. Yeah, there's nothing transcribed in the thing, so I don't know. I think those first two are blank. Yep. Nice. Thanks for leaving us the positive reinforcement uh, voicemails. I love it. Yep. Probably waiting for someone to pick up so I could say your car insurance or... Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've been listening to the podcast for at least an hour and a half, and I still haven't heard the Fargan song. The Fargan (laughs) song? (laughs) Fargan. The Fargan song. That's a new one. Hmm. kind of like it. Fargan. You don't remember uh, Johnny Dangerously? You Fargan ice hole. No. Knock down never that Fargan wall. That. Knock down that Fargan wall and knock down that Fargan wall. You never heard? You never <laughs> saw that film? Where's George when I huh. need him? Michael Keaton no. before Batman. Johnny Johnny Dangerously, dude. It's a hoot. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about, Fargan song. What Fargan song? Safety dance. Oh. Oh, that's probably Kept it. Kept talking about playing the song. Yep. Mm. Yep. What am I, freaking Pandora? <laughs> no, you're Spotify. Yeah. Uh, 
Sorry, Chris. <laughs> You're going to have to go to Pandora and listen. And that was it. Two attempts and one one who made it through. We have nice. a, we have a vigorous call screening process. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to try and attempt to make us make it make it through and leave us a message, the number is nine seven three nine three six eight nine three six. What's that number again? And none of us have cars, so we don't need car insurance. Um, nine three nine seven three nine three six eight nine three six. Nice. Okay, we ready to wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay, Facebook Lux, we are at 1,307. We are plus one this week, and the lucky one is Corey Husby. Corey right. Husby. Thanks awesome. for leaving us a Facebook thumbs up like. Uh, Facebook comments, what do we have? Oh, Facebook. Facebook, Facebook. Let me see what comments we have here. I think we have more comments on our post of we are simming tonight. Join us on AccuRC and Discord than we do from last week. Uh, we do actually. Ah, uh, jeez. Uh, so let me uh, let me look at last week. So last <laughs> week on our on our show Safety Dance Two Thirty, mm-hmm. Wesley Pennypacker said I picked up a little tool for bench safety a few years ago. Current limiting best bench top power supply. Basically, you set the voltage, uh, you set it for just enough amps to power up the unit. If the motor gets turned on accidentally, it kills the power so the prop doesn't eat your face. That are, would be really cool. There are Maybe. thousands of other uses for this tool in the hobby, and it's one of those tools you can buy and you constantly find reasons to use. This is awesome, man, because I've always wanted to get a bench top power supply, and I always, yeah, th- I always find, I always come across them. That are they're way too expensive, but I guess you know I should start looking again because to set yeah. the voltage like this is for like perfect for some of the Arduino projects I do and mm-hmm. different yeah. things like that. You know, that's uh, pretty awesome. And to have the current limiting, that's great, man. Yep, pretty handy. Yeah. Um, and Chris Breams also commented uh, saying why some of the fields that don't allow you to stake into the ground is because it's a if it's an oil field. You could damage the vapor barrier, and it could cost millions of dollars to fix, uh-huh. which yep. is very true. We we yep. fly on uh, one of those up in New York State. Yep. And he also posted. I don't know who that is. I love this. It's it's the uh, it's the kid from the Simpsons. That's uh-huh. I can't remember his name. Ralph. But yes, it's Ralph from uh-huh. the Simpsons. Yep. And he's eating paste. He says. Look at me. I'm a welder now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And the planker posted, oh, my God, remember when this was about a hobby? <laughs> what, the podcast? Podcast has never been about a hobby. It's been about our, our twisted journey through the hobby. Yes. And any diversions we come across. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yadas, 3D printing, yeah. movies, Our Home Depot sucks. Boy. Home Depot, yeah. Religion, you know? politics. Yeah. Metal music. Yeah. I think there was a while where I think for a while it was all about Home Depot in the house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shit, Building we did a wall. whole one. We did a whole episode just about movies. Didn't we? Yeah. Or almost. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. See what happens. Ended up that way anyway. Yeah. Steve doesn't mm-hmm. show up and man. Yeah. <laughs> just the show just veers to the left there all over the place. <laughs> uh, 
Awesome. So, yeah, then Ian Joel said uh, this is a screenshot from a few years ago on a group. Uh, the guy was standing out in the open, flying in the dark with his multi-rotor in a parking lot, hit himself in the face. Yeah. Nice to fly. When I used to fly my quad, I at least stand near some type of landmark to know where I am after daylight hours. And that's a good freaking safety tip. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I don't, I try not to laugh at others' misfortune, but I mean, that's kind of funny. He smacked himself in the face with a quad because he's standing in the dark. Yeah. A wise man once told me, if you haven't flown at night, don't fly at <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, or at least don't fly into yourself. Oh, shit. I'll just imagine him standing there flying. He's like, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> oh, shit. Hit me in the face. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I can't take it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Imagine him looking left and before you know it, wham, something hits him. It jumps back, you know. Uh, jumps back and looks around, hoping nobody saw it. Yeah, that poor guy. I hate to laugh at him. Uh, but, I know. It's bad, but, you know. Funny's funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Mark Ritchie also said, love the title. Bet Kevin named this one. I said, nope. I think it was Steve. And Steve said, wrong. LOL. <laughs> I wrote that first. I was first, like, wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then you're like, yeah, no, I think we'll see. On the Freefall RC is podcasting tonight. Join us at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time post. Sam Larson uh-huh. said, sorry, missed you guys. Lots of fun listening to you. I said, hey, we had a great time. I'm glad everybody showed up. Uh, wow. Revanthan Venkatraman said, Oh, because I posted a picture of an old picture of Ricky Cricky's Triablo with my little 180 on top of it. Yeah. I was looking for something real quick to just post, you know? Huh? So he, he said, uh, Denner de Brule, you need this Triablo. Craig Quinlan said, whose Triablo is that? We're, and Cricky chimed in, said it's mine. Um, Steve Shaw said, let's do it. Crash and crash some more. Or was that crash and drink some more? Buzz Browder. Uh, Jamie Burkholder said, Oh, yeah. Hua. Uh, Tommy Rogers said, what sim are you guys running? And we probably answered him with AccuRC. And he said he'll jump on next Friday and check it out. So awesome. Yeah. Maybe we should. I don't know if we'll be doing it this Friday, to be honest. Oh. Well, you're going to be gone. Yeah, I'm going to be in Florida. I'm not sure. And I'm I know be, Steve won't show up. I'm so. going to be in Florida next week, too. Next oh, this Friday. is the week I will show up. <laughs> No. Okay. Well, we might do it. It might just be Steve. It yeah. might just be Steve. I'm not. Himself. I'm not sure. I'm just managing expectations here. Yes. Okay. You want to plug our uh, Twitch stream, Kevin? Uh, yeah. If I could remember what it is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think it's Free Full RC. Uh, yeah, on Twitch. So. Which. I don't know. I got to, I downloaded, uh, OBS slash Streamlabs. They have like a new combined software to actually stream your, your Twitch. Yeah. Uh-huh. And for some reason, it said it was live. I was watching it on my other computer, but when I go back to look at the videos, it says there's no videos found. So I'm oh. not sure if I had the actual, the correct, um, 
key because there's a key that you need. It's specific okay, I got to you. each channel. Maybe I put mine in. I'll have to check on that later. Mm. Well, but yeah, it's cool. um, I'm sorry, it's a uh, Freefall RC um, on Twitch. We already have three followers. It's awesome. Nice. I think I'm one. <laughs> no videos. Um, nice. Yeah. But I'm, I've been trying to set that up because then if, you know, if the room does get filled, then, you know, people can watch it if they want to. Yeah, and they can just chat we'll on Discord. Later, yeah, or we can watch it later. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll get it figured out. It's a work in progress. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right. Is that all for the Facebook comments? I think that's it for Facebook. Yep. All right. Then uh, let's move it on to listener posts. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we have here. I think this is, yeah, okay. I'm going to, because I know we went over Chris's uh, new car. Yeah. Um, so Cam Taylor on June 17th left us uh, RC Hell Repair 101. How do I know if my feathering shaft is bent? Question mark. And he has a short 12 uh, second video that looks hella bent. <laughs> that thing is, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bent. So go check that out. Uh, let's see. Uh, ooh, Mike uh, the Planker. He did a submission for the Free Farsi uh, sh- new shirt. Oh, jeez. Yeah, this looks great. You have to look at it. I'm not even gonna describe it, but all I gotta say is it's definitely not a. Un- it's definitely not the usual um, black shirt with the white letters. It's definitely something unique. Some red in there, and maybe some blue in there, and, and some white. So go check it out. Uh, and then I, I don't know. <laughs> Mike Planker again says, for the fellas asking about one of the Planker's daughters from the show, this is Fiona, but keep in mind, <laughs> her dad is heavily armed. Yes, yes, Mike is a grandmaster shooter, <laughs> and he's heavily armed, so don't mess with uh, his daughter, but yeah. And a good yeah. shot. Yes, and yeah, he's a grandmaster at, at pistol shooting. He's, he's you know, won competitions against other grandmasters, so I would not mess with that guy at all. Before you know, he'll draw his mo- weapon and you're dead. No. So, you he know. will take you down to Chinatown. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is, this is his daughter, beautiful daughter, doing some uh, pageant work there. So, cool. So, that Let's picture uh, that Mike submitted of the Freefall RC, RC shirt mm-hmm. idea um, basically asked him if he called all the guys in his shop to come in and Moved the desk while he held the marker. <laughs> That's what I asked that, him when I saw him. Is on that Saturday. how it came out? Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, let's see. What <laughs> else do we have here? <laughs> uh, Chris Breams. He uh, posted a, a live video. And he said, uh, let's see. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> uh, I gave you life. Okay. Uh, and then he, he posted. Uh, That's the original video posted. The shared. He says, I try to get. Uh, RC for Father's Day, epic fail. So go check that out. It's, uh, it's funny with him and his daughter there. And then last one, eight hours ago, we have uh, Mr. George Baker uh, posting, taking the week off. And yeah, there's a picture of his uh, his camper, his RV with uh, just next to, a, next to a really beautiful lake. You know, just looks nice. Yeah. Um, looks very dog, chill. Got a bicycle got got a grill yeah. out and stuff. So the most famous dog in RC, Spanky. Mm-hmm. Spanky yep. yep. So awesome. So that, that's why George is on the show. He's out there living life. 
All right. So, Steve, wait a minute. Before you move on, uh, David Hill actually submitted. Well, I don't know if he submitted, but he posted two mm-hmm. concepts for uh, some shirts or logos or whatever. And he said maybe we'll get the cre- creative juices flowing. Yes. And he one with a the one he did with a simpler font. Man, I could see that on something. Uh, I don't know what shirt. The second one he did. Yeah. Um. Let me try to. F- but definitely getting it's under the the plankers post there yeah yeah i do like that one it's just simple free fall fc podcast for helicopter in it yeah go check it out let us know if you like it maybe we'll make it into a shirt nice yeah thanks i was gonna talk yeah thanks dave i was gonna talk about dave because i think he sent an email about that too so oh okay yeah um yeah talking about emails let's go into website comments and emails okay well, I saw an email from Javier Moreno. Nice. And he says, hi, guys. First of all, happy Father's Day. I had a blast with the family going over to fly with me. Yeah. I'm uploading a massive video of pictures and three flights due to be live at 5 p.m. today. Uh, it Maybe you can see before that with the link. Uh, it seems my emails are getting shorter and scarcer now. I have to save my biblical proportion updates for the podcast, even when I get time out sometimes for it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but I did watch his video, man. Uh, Javier, dude, you are freaking killing it with the, like yeah. I said last week, man, a guy that is, is flying and is in con- complete control of his helicopter, man, is, uh, impresses me more than just a lot of the slamming around stuff sometimes. Um, and he's in control, dude. It's a yeah, good video, it's like, man. Um, inverted forward flight, yep. you know. Inverted out-packed. backwards flight. Huh? Really, uh, can see that sim paid off. Yeah, man. Awesome, good doing. stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Did you guys see anything else on the emails? On the email front, no. Let's move it on to people of Podbean. Okay, people of Podbean. We had a few comments on Podbean. Actually, just a few likes. Um, Mike Welch and Gray Eagle Jr. liked episode 230, The Safety Dance. And My Star 60 liked Competitions with the Full Monty, episode 225. So thanks, guys. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Uh, Podbean comments. We have two comments here. And the first one is from Gray Eagle Jr. Oh, boy. One day ago says, oh, happy skip you was morning. <laughs> also me into the Forza Horizon. I tappy tippy toe quiet time. Dance of urgency currently. Electric. Elec- I don't know. Electric. I don't know how to say that. Elec- electric talk. Electric talk. Electric talk. Okay. Sounds like cleaning. Electric talk. Oh. <laughs> Um, and then we got Rodney 55 minutes ago. Wow, that just happened. Uh, you'll love this, Kevin. No, Print he says, on. well, you didn't finish Grey Eagle. He says, no oh, fork no f- in my, no fork Sorry. my microwave. No fork my microwave. Sorry. Sorry about that, Grey Eagle. Don't That's fork good. my microwave. Mm-hmm. Not good to fork your microwave. Okay? Nope. Okay, people? <laughs> PSA time. No forking your microwave, okay? Or my microwave, okay? <laughs> Stay away from my microwave. Shoot. Mm. No fuck my microwave. Oh, sorry. 
right. Okay, so sorry. Rodney, 55 minutes ago, says, you'll love this, Kevin. Print on. And then there's a YouTube video. Like, cool. Oh, where do I see that? I In the comments. I, I don't know where the comments are. Here's the problem. You can't copy it or you can't click on it. So I'm not exactly sure how we get to it. Yeah, you have to. We'll have to write it down. I'll find it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. All right. iTunes review. I don't see anything new. I don't see anything new. I see nothing <laughs> new on iTunes. All right. So drop us an iTunes review and we'll read it on the next episode. Email us at freefall at. Oh, shit. Every time I do this slower, I can't do it. All right. So email us at freefarc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freefarc podcast. Check out our webpage, freefarc podcast.show. Say hi to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Flight Test Forums, off the field audio video production other than Flight Test Podcast, freefarc podcast. Say hi to David Hill, a.k.a. Hill to Flyer. Hey, Dave. David Hill. Uh, fellow podcasters, Heliheads Podcast. That's those four guys, man. I I don't even remember my name anymore. That's with um, Kevin. Well, there's a... Yeah, there's a Kevin and a Mike and Andy, pretty Steve much on every George. show. <laughs> yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's that's Kevin, Mike, Daniel, and Scott. Yeah, Telerotor podcast. Telerotor is a Mike, a Robert, a Rich, and another Mike. Yeah, Scooby Stacks, uh, BKRC <laughs> podcast. That's what Kyle and Bert. And sometimes yeah. a mic or a phone that they talk into. <laughs> I haven't heard from him in a while. Fairly. Yeah. Uh, RC Roundtable. That's with Lee, Fitz, and Terry. Uh-huh. RC After Hours. That's with Andre. All right. High Voltage. With Bobby Watts. Skids Up. Skids Up is with <laughs> Frank, Javier, Paul, and Scott. All right. Inverted Down Under. With Ozzy Mozzy and Jeff. <clears throat> With Matt Ruddick. Park Flyer Podcast. Mike, Mike, and Mike. Houdini RC Heli Podcast. That's with Richard. Richard Houdini. All right. And make sure you check out Bill Ann 2. Bill, 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 Bill Ann 2. No. Two. Check out Bill Ann also. Bill Ann. I miss Bill Ann 2. Yeah. I told you yeah. I sent them that text that said, I miss Bill Ann. And I waited till I saw him read it, and then I said, two. (laughs) 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 That's so you, Kevin. (laughs) It is. Uh, Mental cruelty. That's what I'm all about. (laughs) All right. I'd like to thank all our listeners. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, see you guys. Bye. Have fun in Florida, Kevin. Thanks, I will. Yeah, don't don't get the the don't stuff out. Back, huh? yes. Don't go out and get thrown. There's an uptake in Florida. Florida's a big hot spot right now. I feel the same. I'm just saying, be careful. Maybe <laughs> adopt a different method of opening doors in your tongue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm working on it. It's hard to get around. Um, Get out of the habit. Especially when I have one hand on my crotch and uh, (laughs) (laughs) and the other hand on snacks.
one hand up your one finger up your nose yeah. one hand in your pants yep. yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it though I'm, I'm starting to walk outdoors more like push them so yeah. if that can happen sometimes I wait maybe yeah, half that's an that, hour but you just wait until the <laughs> so door opens the door, yeah. sneak it right behind yep. put your foot and stop <laughs> it and swing yep. it open yeah <laughs> it's working well, out pretty good mm-hmm. I'm missing some hours uh, you know at work because of it but <laughs> It's working. Where were you? Oh shit! I was waiting around outside for an hour and a half. <laughs> I was just outside waiting for someone to open the door. Yeah. <laughs> I was here the whole time. So I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> so can't stop technology. No, no. You shouldn't but, stop technology. I guess. Yeah. Can't stop rock and roll. She end up like North Korea. Can't stop China. China. Oh, man. What happened? Like our buddy Bill said, I ran out of talent. Are you sure there was any talent before? Buddy, way to kick a guy while he's down. Well, here's the PayPal I owe you. Thanks, bro. No simming for you. You're going to be on BKHobbies.com all night. It's looking that way, bro. It's looking that way. If you crash a goblin as much as I do... What the fuck are you two doing? Huh? What? Why are you talking like that? What do you mean? What this is how, I, going this on? how we talk. What are you talking about? I wasn't even going to stop for a hurricane. <laughs> I was just going to keep talking. 